is Harvey Daniels, Consulting Editor for Heinemann, and I'm here on the phone today with my friend and colleague, Jim Bopat, who is the founder and co-director of the Milwaukee Writing Project and the author of a brand new book called Writing Circles. And Jim, I've, I've dived into Writing Circles, and right from the beginning, I'm meeting these amazing groups of young writers who name themselves the Mall Monkeys, the Penguins, Los Vietos, the Smooth Operators, the Purple People Eaters, the Femme Lattes, the Silver Snakes, and so on. These kids who are in writing groups that are so charged up and so energized and, and having such a great time with the writing. So it's been a blast to read. And uh, so I guess we could start, I'll just ask you, you know, sort of what's your quick definition of what writing circles are and, and, and why they work for kids? Thanks, Smokey. Um Writing circles is a is a structure um, where kids work in small collaborative groups um, to help each other become better writers. And what basically happens is that uh, kids are in a small group. As you say, they give themselves names. Um, don't forget the good, the bad. Or oh, right. The <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the beginning. I mean, they loved it. They you know they love using language to define themselves, even in that small that small little instance of naming their groups. And then once they, they have a group, they decide um, through consensus on a common writing topic. And then kids go off and write about that topic in um, any way they think is going to be um, successful for them, um, any point of view, any genre. When they, the circle meets again, they come back together. They share those those drafts. and. Um, they give each other a positive structured response in the in their writing group to to each draft mm -hmm. and then and then kids um decide together on their next writing topic and so it's um quite a bit like literature circles in that way where kids are in literature circles are are meeting discussing their reading deciding what they're going to read next um, right. but this in this um in writing circles, um, the writing is the text. Jim, I'm wondering how you thought this up. How did you come up with this idea? Because when we, we hear it now, it seems so logical. Yeah, of course, take the model of literature circles and apply it to writing, but nobody ever thought of that before. How, how did this strike you, or how did you come up with it? Uh, I, I came upon it kind of gradually in um, working with my own students, and uh, I had this sense that if they were all, if if in small groups kids were writing about um, similar topics, when they started to share that writing, they could see how each of them individually developed that topic and explored it in their writing, and they could learn really a lot about genre, point of view, and voice um, from each other. And um, when you published the book uh, Literature Circles, um, and I saw that model for reading, it helped me just. I coalesce that idea in my mind. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, the, the parallels are amazing. The idea of kids, instead of kids picking a book they want to read as a group, they pick a topic they want to write about as a group. But then they can they can write about it in any way they want. They can write a poem about it, uh, you know, play a letter, dialogue, whatever they want, but all on the same topic. It sort of reminds me of the... You know, the reader responds with a book. You know, they all pick the same book, but kids go a million different directions with the book. Yeah, it's very it's very similar to the reader response um, that goes on in literature circles. I 
I think, you know, one of the, the things that emboldened me was how much it, kids, um, I guess, came to the market in literature circles and uh, met the challenge and enjoyed it and um, were, I think, exceeding yeah. teachers' expectations of how much responsibility kids can take for their own learning. Well, that's really a theme in the book, and somewhere in there there's a quote from one teacher that's talking about, you know, I used to I used to just bend over backwards to do everything I could do to get kids into one, one-to-one conferences with me, which required all the scheduling and figuring out what everybody's supposed to be doing when you're conferring. And she says something like, I feel like the kids are giving each other more help um in their in their writing circles than I ever could in one to one conferences and that's I thought that was pretty amazing yeah it it kind of um goes against i think what a lot of us um have been sort of trained to believe you know that i mean we know we know conferencing is really essential for um kids becoming better writers, and we know the power of the of the one to one teacher conference with kids the 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 thing that I see in classrooms is um, very often is teachers really struggle to do that one-to-one conferencing with every every kid, and um, and it's really impossible to do it with every draft that every kid does, you know writes. But with writing circles, um, every draft gets conferenced by the rest right. of the kids in the circle, and really the kind of information they give um, is. Um, really valuable and often mirrors what a teacher would say. Um, and you get, you know, with the perspective of five different conferences, really, if you've got a group of five kids. And so um, it's it's a different way of managing the time. And then, you know, that doesn't mean the teacher doesn't do one-to-one conferences, but um, the teacher also then participates in the group conferences and the writing circles. So that's, that's neat, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, one of the things I related to that, one of the things that really strikes me in the book is the way that you teach kids to give like really positive and helpful and constructive responses. Uh, to, it re- reminds me of the job that we have in lit circles, which is getting kids to give really thoughtful, constructive, you know, responses and comments and stuff when they're talking about a book. But but when we learned we had to teach that explicitly, you you know, you couldn't just say you know be nice to each other in your book club. In the same way, in writing circles, in the book, you show a lot of ways that you teach kids explicitly how to respond to each other's writing, um, so as to so that every writer grows. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's again, it's very similar to um, helping kids understand how to do good um, reader response and and the different kinds of reader response, um, you know, that's available. Uh, one of the things that limits uh, kids conferencing with kids in a lot of classrooms is that we really don't spend the time to um, give them positive ways of responding to each other's writing. And so um, one of the big um, parts, I think, of writing circles is uh, helping kids understand the different ways that they can um, support each other as writers in going through these, these structures. So, um, for example, one, you know, one of the structures we, we work with kids on is is, is this simple structure called point out, which comes right. out of Peter Elbow. And and in that, um, kids, you know, listen to the drafts that um, the writer is reading, and then they, and when they're through, they, they go around the circle, and each kid points out something that, that they liked in the writing, as simple as that. Yeah. Um, and so there are other ones, like um, say back, where kids, um, you know, repeat back what uh, 
what they hear the writer saying in terms of their important, um, you know, their important issue or, or message or point of view, or just the facts where they kind of summarize um, the main points of, of what the writer is saying, or you know, there's one question um, each each um, kid who's listening would um, ask of the writer, or a suggestion, or as an association. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if I could say that, in, but the writer has control over what kind of response they get, right? The the idea the ideal of a writing circle is that it, it it's it's there to help the writer, and so um, what we want is for the writer to ask the group for the kind of response they need for their writing. But for the writer to be able to do that, they need to know you know what what kind of responses are possible. So we want to. We want to model um, through mini lessons and, and demonstrations different kinds of responses and get kids familiar with them, and then they can, um, you know, the writer then can choose the kind of response they think is going to work um, for them in that circle. Yeah, you know, I this you you developed this this work mostly in in schools in Milwaukee, I know, and I just I wonder if you if any any one comes to mind, any classroom, any teacher, group of kids, or you know, I think. One of the maybe I just so shallow that it, this amuses me, but one of the stages in, in writing circles is that the kids name their groups, and uh, and their names they come up with are, are pretty are pretty amazing. But um, anyway, any of these classrooms that come to mind as a place where you maybe learned a lot or just enjoyed the kids? Yeah, um, I spent quite a bit of time at a, a school in Milwaukee called Tippecanoe School, um, which. Uh, is a, a middle school and um, spent a lot of time in uh, fourth, fifth, and sixth grade um, classrooms. Mm-hmm. And um, the one classroom I spent the most time in, uh, I, I was amazed at how one how, how easily the kids moved into writing circles and how comfortable they were with it. Um, mm-hmm. How um, how really respectful and enthusiastic they were. Uh, when each of them read um, read their draft and and how how focused their responses were, and then also how eager they were to share something from their group with the rest of the class, there was a great um, sense of, of community and collaboration in the groups, which I thought was really really fascinating and um, friendliness. Um, kids really listened to each other and they were really trying to help each other become better writers. Yeah, we've, there's been a lot of talk about this recently in the field, and, and, and certainly in some of my, my new work about really trying to make make small groups work and to truly build community in, in the different ways. We become much more aware that we have to develop these social skills in this community explicitly. We can't just hope for it to happen or hope we get a good group this year who likes working together. And it struck me as I was reading this. Too, that not only is this um, a structure that helps kids' writing improve, which we could we could talk about too, but it's really a fantastic way of, of of the kids bonding with each other and creating a real sense that we're we're in this together in this classroom in this place, and we're you know we're, we're we use the word low risk a lot, and that kids feel safe to to take risks with their writing and with and with interacting with each other. Yeah. Um... You know, um, our friend and colleague Nancy Steinke was using writing circles uh, with her ninth grade students, mm-hmm. and um, one of the things that she said that she noticed w- um, 
was that kids kept telling her that they were learning more about each other through their writing. Um, I think one of the, the, the things, the community aspects of uh, writing circles is that uh, as kids write on these common topics and share their writing, uh, kids are learning different things about each other that they, they didn't know before. Um, a lot of it has to do with how the kids think, but a lot of it also has to do about you know, their voice and the kind of choices they make and the kind of genres they like. And so as writing circles go forward, um, kids are learning about each other as people and also as writers. And that's, um, you know, that's something kids really like. They want to know more about each other. And they want to know uh, more about um, how each other thinks. Mm. Can, I, can I go ahead and ask you a couple mechanical questions about, about writing circles here? Oh sure, because I think you know it's it's hard. It's hard initially, maybe for people to wrap their mind around this this idea of the kids, you know, forming into groups and generating all these all these drafts around topics they've chosen. And um, and I think something. Well, when I've been out kind of playing with this myself, people, you know, you people always wonder. Well, how do you assess kids' work? You know, if they're writing lots of drafts on different topics and sort of piling up a lot of a lot of drafts. So, how do you how do you grade kids' work when they're you know, writing that mode? That's a you know it, it, that's a challenging question I think for teachers, and um, because a lot of us are teaching in different kinds of systems that want different kinds of evaluation and assessment and grades. Um, we know that in writing circles and and in in writing workshop as well that we don't want to grade every draft. And if we start to grade and assess every single draft, that it tends, one, to, to uh, mire the teacher down in that, and two, it kind of makes it not low risk anymore for kids, but makes it very high risk. And yet, I think we also know that if um, what kids do in, in their writing doesn't count, um, many of them tend to feel that it isn't important and not put the effort into it. So um, one of the things that, that, that we we do a few things. One is that at the end of every writing circle uh, meeting, there's a time where kids do a think-back reflection on what's happened and um, what they've learned about their writing. Sometimes there's a focus question. Sometimes it's a more open kind of reflection. But anyway, kids keep that kind of record uh, of the of the writing circles, and teachers can look at those reflections and learn a lot about what kids are learning. And kids can look, look at those reflections and learn about learn a lot about their progress as well. Um, we tend to use this uh, uh, concept that I first heard about from Tom Romano, which is called a good faith effort. And what that is is that in writing circles, we believe that the doing of writing circles does um, help kids learn. And so the doing should be rewarded, and that effort should be um, valued as as a kind of grade. So um, when kids either do the do the work or they don't, and if they're not doing the work, they're not going to be able to gain the full benefits of writing circles. So we use um, this concept of good faith effort to reward kids for doing the process. And then, uh, so that means that you're a kid in a group. If you fully engaged in the work of the group on any given day, then you get whatever credit or points is available for that day. Is that how that goes? Right. It's it's really like 
you do it or you, or you're not doing it. And then, you know, if you're not doing it, that's a great opportunity for the teacher to to conference with, you know, with the kid and say, well, look, you know, this is this is how this works. I mean, yeah, you're not going to you're not you're writing. It's not going to get better unless you pr- fully participate in this, and and your grade does depend on that participation. It, then towards um, you know after seven or ten writing circles, then we want to move into publishing a piece from those you know from those kernels mm-hmm. um that's another aspect of the grading part of this because that published piece then i think would be evaluated or assessed through whatever kind of writing rubric is um you know is being used in that classroom and there would be a grade probably for that that published piece so in the full length of this there would be a good faith effort grade and then there would also be a grade on that that published piece, and both of those would feed into whatever kind of assessment the teacher wants to make. Right. And so that's when a kid periodically chooses one of their probably, you know, seven or eight drafts that they've started over several meetings, and they pick the one they want to develop into a fully edited kind of polished piece, right? And that's and that that is the sort of culminating activity of a cycle, would you call it? Would you say that? Yeah, absolutely. The um, the vision really is, you know, we want kids to um, become better writers, and 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 we want them to to have a you know a final product from this writing circle um, experience that they can look back on and feel represents, you know, um, a milestone in their writing. I mean, something that um, that happened to their their writing and uh, they can look at and and understand they've they've grown and um, and gone you know, gone to a new place. So uh, it's easier for kids to to get through that process if they have a number of drafts or kernels of um, writing to choose from that they want to then develop and revise and, you know, um, edit and, and make public. And so the, the, the drafts that they do in their writing circles, all of these are potential kernels for further exploration and um, further development and it's um you know it's a great day when when kids sit down and then they go back and they reread all the drafts they've done in writing circles looking for that one piece or that one part that they mm-hmm. want to you know work more on and and take through a publishing circle and since um the kids that are already in that writing circle are already familiar with the draft and already familiar with each other's writings it's uh really easy to change that writing circle then into a publishing circle Right, and then they can really help each other because they've been in on the thing from the start. Yeah, and they've already, you know, they're already working collaboratively. They're already um, looking at each other as writers. And, um, again, you know, the thing that's so, I guess, encouraging about this process is that they're really eager to help each other take it further. Mm, That's great. So nice to hear. Maybe one last question here. Do you have any advice for teachers who want to start writing circles with their kids, who want to jump in and and give it a try, other than to read your book first, of course? (laughs) Yeah, reading the book is, I think, pretty helpful, um, I hope, and teachers have told me it has been. As with literature circles, you just don't suddenly come into a classroom and start them. Um, With writing circles, we... Writing circles really depend on, on a number of things. One, that there's a sense of community in the classroom. So we 
you know, encourage teachers to spend time developing that community, often through writing activities. And I have a chapter in the book of, um, that contains some of those, and many teachers have those already in their classroom. But, you know, if they're going to do writing circles, it's important for them to, you know, rethink that a little bit and make sure that that sense of community is there. And then the other thing that is really essential is that uh, kids need to feel comfortable doing quick writes. Mm -hmm. A lot of the writing that goes on in writing circles is like a, is a draft, and often it's a kind of a quick draft, which is fine. And um, but if kids aren't comfortable doing the quick drafts, it it slows down the writing circle process quite a bit, and um, we don't get the fully developed thoughts that we want to happen in writing circles. So um, those two things are, are pretty important. And then there are certain mini lessons that, you know, I think a teacher needs to um, think about doing if writing circles are going to be as successful as they possibly can. Um, since kids are choosing topics and doing a lot of work um, through consensus, um, you know, I think teachers need to think about what kind of mini lessons are available to them to help kids understand how to reach consensus. Right. And the same thing with the response strategies. You know, there are many lessons that teachers then need to do or demonstrations um, that that show kids what pointing out is or what say back is. Um, and all that I, I try to make available to teachers in the book. Yeah, well, you really do. You really do in, in lots and lots of detail. And it's, it's uh, as I said at the beginning, it's really been, for me, it's been a joy to learn from your work and then go out and do it with, with living uh, kids and, and teachers, too, and, and see how powerful it is. So, Jim, it's been great talking to you today. It always is, and uh, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. 